0: I've got a hot take on something I watched, and I can't wait to share it with you. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can check out all of our back episodes and make your own watchlist by going to thewatchlistpod.com. You can also hit us up on the socials at symbol Pirate Alice, at Symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at Symbol the Watchlist Pod. And if you just happen to listen on Apple, please give us a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate
1: it. We would. Very much so.
0: So hallelujah, the SAG After Strike is over.
1: They they officially voted and said, Yeah, let's do this.
0: Yep, they voted awesome. and and it was done. Now, we released this show on a Monday, so it was done last week.
1: Oh, okay, cool. All right, good.
0: And uh, and the reason I say that is because I am just thankful that small, little, like, day player actors or, you know, people who actually work on sets that were waiting on sag after can finally get back to work. Like, all the people that were affected by it but who aren't millionaires—
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So to everybody in SAG-AFTRA, congratulations on getting what you want. And the Writers Guild of America strike is over, so that's good.
1: Mm-hmm. I hope they Just, do all get what they wanted, and they didn't have uh, to, you know, cave in too much. You know,
0: I ho- I hope so too. I mean, I think that the biggest thing is basically um, an increase in wages. Yes. And the use of AI
1: hmm.
0: Because I see stories popping up all over the place about how now this one music star, I forgot his name, um, claims that there's an A.I. of him out there on a single that somebody did. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's okay. it's it's serious and it's deep and and. It started, and, and you know, this all started with deep fakes and shit. Like we thought deep fakes were cool, and deep fakes are cool as long as everybody they Everybody knows
1: impo- that it's a deepfake. exactly. Fake. Yeah,
0: everybody. Like case in point, the last episode of what was it, season two of The Mandalorian, or season one when Luke Skywalker came uh-huh. back, and the special effects on the original episode were actually pretty kind of shaky. And then somebody did a deep fake of it, and it looked way better. Wow, so yes, as long as the parties involved know about it and are fairly compensated for it,
1: yes, and have agreed to it and all that, yeah, definitely. right
0: so so anyway, so there's that, mm-hmm. and i I gotta tell you something, okay. I'm a little pissed off at Netflix right now, why. I'll get to that.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, we're getting... How
0: there. many things do you have?
1: I have a total of four, but two of them are like a a group kind of review. Because they're All right. s- about the same thing.
0: You start. Okay. All right.
1: I will start with the thing that is two things in one. Two. Two things in one. Sweet. So there are two documentary docu-series out about the same topic... Um, One is on Netflix. The other is on Amazon Prime. The Netflix one is called Escaping Twin Flames. The uh, Amazon one is called Desperately Seeking Soulmate, Escaping Twin Flames. So there's this, (laughs) yeah, I know. There's this, this organization, this company out there. Run by a a married couple, Jeff and Shalia Divine. It's called the Twin Flames Universe. These two wrote a book about finding your twin flame because they are each other's twin flame. If you don't know what a t- twin flame is, it's like your f- soulmate. That's that's all it is. It's your soulmate. Okay. So around 2017, these two started posting YouTube videos with new agey woo woo stuff and talking about the divine masculine, the divine feminine. And they wrote this book and their videos attracted, you know, slowly were attracting a few hundred, a few hundred thousand ish views on YouTube. And then they spun that into offering um, video classes and coaching sessions and there was a Facebook group that as of today has forty thousand members. And they and because, you know, as they got bigger, the pandemic hit, and all of their classes and their sessions were video calls on Zoom or Google Hangouts. And this guy has since and and he would make you pay for these um Uh, therapy sessions in these classes and they were like a few thousand dollars for this shit shit. and these one-on-one personal coaching sessions that um, would help you get your deeper level of oneness and have a harmonious twin flame reunion and one of the biggest exercises they would have people do is the mirror exercise where If you're upset with someone or there's some kind of a problem in your life, rather than saying, like, Bob betrayed me, you would mirror that and replace everything that's other, all the other people and stuff, with I or me. So instead of saying, yeah, Bob betrayed me, you would say, I betrayed me. Instead of saying, I hate Bob, I hate myself. So through this exercise, and they push this exercise like nobody's business, you're, everything is your fault. You have brought this upon yourself. You are doing everything wrong. Okay. So through this docu-series, it's revealed that uh, Jeff and Shalia, Jeff in particular, because he does most of the talking, he's like, it's like this massive control thing. These desperate people looking for a true love with all this like inner trauma comes to this group where there's a Facebook group where everybody's talking and sharing their problems and stuff. And on these calls, people are sharing their issues and he, the way he talks to them and gaslights them with this mirror shit and tells them what they want to hear. He is, has like totally taken over their, like they have lost their, their own sense of self because he is wow. telling them who they should be. be like one girl one woman she's come she's looking for her her twin flame and he's like well you've already got someone there and she's like what are you talking about and as he pulls information out of her she's got this guy that is her ex-boyfriend that and Jeff tells her he's your twin flame you need to go get him back and they actively incite these people to stalk others even when that other person who is not part of this twin flame shit draws a line and sets boundaries like look we broke up we're done no jeff is like why would you take no for an answer you you need mm. to break through that and do your mirror exercise and and get to him the that woman ended up spending a month in jail because for stalking because that's what she was doing she violated the um restraining order her ex boyfriend put out against her because of all of her stalking because that's what this group was this Jeff Jeff and Shalia were telling her that's how you get your twin flame and she is not the only one that they've incited to to stalk and constantly message people that you're my twin flame and and we are meant to be together and then as it went on and more people are realizing They weren't finding the guaranteed twin flame they were were told they would get. Jeff had to think. Jeff and Shalia are looking around like, "Well, your twin flame is obviously must be someone else in this group." Well, their group was majority women. They were all majority heterosexual women. Well, Jeff decides because he is also Jesus, the second coming of Christ. Which he the they fuck? in the Netflix one, they really go into that of how he has decided he is he is the second coming of Christ. Oh my God! He even makes himself look like Jesus with the long hair. So and the beard. okay, He's so it, it, he. Oh my God! But anyway,
0: <laughs> anyway. All right. After all of that, did which one did you like? Did you like them both?
1: Uh, so the the Netflix one talks to the reporter from Vice who wrote the the first article that came out about these guys. The Amazon one talks to the reporter from Vanity Fair who was working on the story, kind of got scooped by Vice, but not really, not entirely, because she actually has footage and where she went and talked to Jeff and Shalia. She went to their house and, and spent a day with them. The uh, Vice reporter did not spend any time with them. So you get a little deeper into how cuckoo bananas Jeff and Shalia are, how they are not in reality. And the Amazon one also talks to Shalia's father, and uh, both Jeff and Shalia, their childhood friends, like they tracked down people who knew these two before this freaky shit started going on. And so you get a better like a better view of who those two are in the past. The the Netflix one talks more to the people who left and the family members of people who are still in this cult and how you know, because Jeff and Schley have told them to break off from people who don't believe in this stuff and who say that I'm a bad guy and I'm telling you to do things you shouldn't be doing. And so So they both have their good, both are really well done and really good. And it just watching both of them will give you a bigger picture of everything, get you deeper into it. It's not just one sided. These people stole my money and got me arrested for stalking versus, you know, these people were they started out okay, but then they started to get really crazy and weird. And now they don't even talk to their own people from their past anymore. Mm. yeah this is really some fucked up shit and yet i I love these kind of cult. A uh, documentary expose type things because I don't. You do. You do, I love, do your love your good, love cult, good story. cult stories. And this is what uh, this one is like all online and it's global. Oh, the Amazon one talks to people more in the UK and, and Europe, while the Netflix one is all mostly American. It's all Americans really. So this is because it's online. It is a global thing. These people are are working their way up from, yeah. They are working okay. their way around the world. And it's, it's fucked up shit, man. Because it's all, they have all the recorded videos. So you see them in these sessions, in the, both of these documentaries. So you see how he's talking to them. It's not just like quotes like, he told me XYZ. No, you see him talking to people because it's all YouTube videos. It's something. It's something.
0: So I guess that answers my question of (laughs) were you entertained?
1: I was was like, damn this guy. But would you
0: recommend it?
1: Oh, that's why I'm talking about them, and I'm very excited about them both. And people need to watch them. Netflix, escaping twin flames. Amazon Prime, desperately seeking soulmate, escaping twin flames.
0: My final question about all of these twin flame things. Yeah is there one you would recommend over the other?
1: No, I think they're both really good. So depending on what service you have already, um, you could watch whichever one you've already got. Um, Got Definitely don't sign up for one of them if you don't have either of them just for this. Um, But yeah, if you've only got Netflix, watch it. If you've only got Prime, watch that one.
0: Okay. So... One of the things, so both of the things that I watched today were tied to, or at least in my mind, tied to how much I pay for them. Okay. So, shout out to Dante of Dante and April. Big shout out. Uh, He told me that Peacock is free again.
1: Oh, is it now?
0: For people who have Comcast. Really? Really? and a certain level of like uh, like um internet. Hmm. So if you have a certain level of internet, you can re-engage with the paid version of Peacock.
1: Oh.
0: So I'm like, all right, I investigated it and shown enough. I now have Peacock again scratching under the table. <laughs> what the hell? Chewy. Chewy, Chewy, come here. So I have to explain what's happening. Our new dog has taken his spot. Hey, no, hey, come on. Come here. Come here. Ugh. And he's under my table, and I don't want anything to happen to him. So anyway. um, So getting back to my thing. So I found out that you can get Peacock again. So I was very anxious to watch the number one movie in America because it is streaming simultaneously. It's called Five Nights at Freddy's. And it stars Josh Ah, Hutcherson ah, from The Hunger Games um, as a troubled security guard who begins working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, which is which is a throwback 80s, 90s. um, What's the pizza joint? Uh, uh e. for Cheese. For kids. Chuck E. Cheese's. Or Showbase Pizza. But whilst, right, but while he's spending his first night on the job, he realizes that the late shift at Freddy's won't be so easy to make it through. Why? Because the animatronic bears kill people. Bah! Bah. So, I was watching this today because, you know, first of all, I needed something to watch, and I really wanted to see it. But the reason why, and I'm not going to spoil it, the reason why the animatronic bears are killing people is actually very sad. Oh. And Josh Hutcherson plays a very troubled guy, as I read in the description, but he's troubled because when he was a kid, he was assigned to look after his brother who was kidnapped. Oh. Yeah. Or, and abducted and all that shit. So his life is just fucked up. But he's got a daughter now. And this, the family dynamic isn't very well explained at all. But when you get into the shenanigans at Freddy's, Freddy Fazbear's pizzeria arcade thing, when they reveal what's going on, you're like, oh, man, that's fucked up and i'm like this this is this is really kind of a downer hmm. and i don't mean that in in terms of you know like is it going to induce depression no but does it make me really recommend 5 nights at freddy's not particularly hmm. And I, and I say that as somebody who was really going in wanting to see this. But it's not so cut and dry why the animatronic bears are killing people. If it were really cut and dry, I would have enjoyed it more. So if you have Peacock and you want to see a movie that's in theaters now, then Five Nights at Freddy's is streaming on Peacock. Do I ever care to watch it again? No.
1: All right.
0: Plain and simple. All right.
1: So my next thing is also a docuseries. It's on Amazon Prime, and there are three episodes. This one is called The Greatest Show Never Made. Oh. So it's the year 2002, right when in the UK, their, their big brother is on its third season. Um, The Real World on MTV is in its 12th season, and everybody's Mm -hmm. all excited and talking about reality shows and how cool they are. So over in the UK, in England, there's a group of people hoping to be the next reality TV stars, and they answered the casting call ad thinking they would turn their lives around or maybe win a 100,000 pounds or perhaps just have a fun little time.
0: Sure. So As you do. As you
1: do. So there's this show that's created by Nikita Russian. And yes, that is his name. <laughs> sure. He picks <laughs> about 30 people out of the 100,000 that auditioned. And so mm-hmm. these people now have to quit their jobs, leave their family for an entire year. And so they've done that. And then... Things kind of go wrong. Um, they find out that they aren't given a place to stay, and they're going to have to spend the next year as different teams to collectively earn a million pounds together to feed themselves, get themselves a place to live. And these contestants are like, what? What is going on? What? Mm-hmm. And so this docu-series is talking to 13 of the contestants who learned that this show wasn't actually real. There was no TV network that was going to air it. Oh. There isn't 100,000 pounds to win. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And everything that goes on. Uh, This is, I had no idea this was a thing, but I live in America, so that's probably why I never heard about it cuz they did have a uh, the news there was some news cast in in England that did talk to these people they went to where they had managed to find a place to stay they even talked to the guy at the time this wow. was they were supposed to be filming this show supposedly and mm. uh so, and they do have that that reporter footage as well and they were recording everything while they were hanging out and trying to figure out what to do with this and what happened, what went wrong. So they've got all those tapes that they recorded back in two thousand and two, and they bring them together wow. and the uh, some of these contestants they went and stayed at one one of the guys at his flat, and they've rebuilt the flat on a sound stage, so everybody comes in and it looks exactly like it did back then, everything Wow. so they're all like, oh my God, you made remade the house. It's so funny. This was really interesting and fun to watch. I mean, watching this, it was very interesting. Like, what the fuck? How? What? <laughs> how did... What went wrong? What did this guy... They even tracked down the guy, Nikita Russian. And you get to hear from him his side of the story, which was really heartbreaking, honestly. This guy. So
0: was he just trying to make something that he would yeah, he had hopefully this great, sell one He day? had this
1: great idea for this reality show you know taking people it's kind of like survivor mixed with big brother right as was his idea and he thought he would thought we would start filming and he had like a a a real director to working with him at the beginning which is why a couple of the people joined in the first place because they had a real director they'd heard of well the director is like dude do you have funding have you done Mm -hmm. this have you done that And he hadn't done that. He like had the idea and started to move forward without making a full on business plan and a plan of what to do with this. And then he gets people involved and he should never have put in that ad a hundred thousand pounds. He realizes that was a huge mistake and he should have explained a little better to everybody what this was and how it was going to work. Because the, once the director dropped out, that's when shit just went bad. And it got and it got worse.
0: Wow. And where is this again?
1: This is on Amazon Prime. One of the teams went to this okay, a friend's okay. house. And the friend, she worked at Waterstones Bookstore. And she's like, wait, wait. Who's this guy? Nikita Russian? Well, he works with me over at Waterstones. Part time.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> So that whole team is like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wow. wait a minute. This guy just works the part time in wow. a bookstore? What? What the fuck? Yeah, so yeah, so that it was totally a shit show, but it's very entertaining to watch shit shows, you know? <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> and that is on Amazon Prime. It's on Video. Amazon
1: Prime. Greatest show never made. Three episodes.
0: Wow. Okay. So the last thing that I have just dropped recently. and it, well, it, mm-hmm. it dropped on November the second, so it's that recent. It is all the light we cannot see.
1: I've heard of this.
0: And it is based on the based on the book, actually from 2014. it's a war novel and it's about a blind French girl. And how oh God, I can't even describe this, but it's World War Two and Mark Ruffalo plays her dad. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm bitter about this movie because here's my thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There a lot has been made, especially lately, about how Netflix shit the bed with their content okay now on one hand you can kind of understand it uh because especially during the pandemic it was all like go 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 we got to get content out there because people are staying home they need things to do blah 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 but on the other hand we have talked about this on this show they ended up creating mediocrity just like just pounds and pounds of mediocrity right here they have a source material that that Laura's read. Shout out to our friend Terry. Um, she has read this book. They love the book. This four episode series does not do this book justice, mm. and and we were discussing this afterward and there are things that they changed in the adaptation for Netflix it is only four episodes and it should have been at least six given how much is going on the emotional weight of certain characters what's going on so forth and so on and the last episode really goes downhill in terms of how they're speeding up resolutions and what's happening and I do not want to give this away for people but the but part of the end is very reminiscent of Titanic so what I will say, what I will say is this Netflix shame on you bros and people and whoever you are if you're gonna take something like all the light we cannot see, at least do the book justice and give it the weight that it deserves. Cause we were discussing things that happened in the book that did not happen in this series mm-hmm. and all that. And they give it a they give it a Hollywood ending, man. It's like they made this movie for Hallmark. No.
1: Oh. oh no, that's no.
0: No. And it's no, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, no, absolutely not. And Mark Ruffalo playing a French guy had the absolute worst accent I have ever seen in a fucking movie ever. Oh
1: man. I
0: love Mark Ruffalo.
1: I Mark, like him. If you're yeah.
0: listening, hey, thanks for listening. Um but bro, you could not maintain whatever shitty half British, half New York accent
1: oh, man. you
0: had going on. That's it's terrible. Sad. Like, it really does surpass Kevin Costner in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. But but I could even overlook that if there was actual character development, if there was actual time spent for things that should have been gut punches and weren't. Mm -hmm. So if you have read all the light we cannot see, skip this.
1: Okay, good to know.
0: And I mean that wholeheartedly because I think you are going to be disappointed. If you watch it and you have read the book, please hit me up and let me know if I'm off my rocker or if I'm on point. Because I can't discuss certain plot points because obviously that'll give certain things away, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just very interested Uh, each episode is about an hour, and um, yeah, yeah, really, really big disappointment, especially given the fact that there was a worldwide search for the lead to play the blind character in this movie, and they actually hired an actress who is um, legally blind and low vision oh. to play this, so I'm glad Hollywood is moving in the direction of authenticity. Yeah, totally. Very much so. But damn, you can't find like an actual French actor to Gerard play somebody French or
1: something, right? Oh god no, we
0: don't like <laughs> no. no, he pees on airplanes. <laughs> no. Um No, but I was thinking of this one guy who was in that movie um Jardin. Um I don't think I saw that. Jardin is his last it. name. He would have been perfect I mean, as I'm the sure father. I'm sure there's tons
1: of French actors. Hello, tons, it's a whole country with their tons. own stuff, you know, their own version yeah. of Hollywood.
0: But they got Mark Ruffalo. Now, I'm not saying that Mark Ruffalo can't carry a movie because well, yeah, um he can
1: just not the as a movie guy.
0: about the Duponts was amazing. But damn,
1: wow, man,
0: he was he was wasted. It should have <sighs> been somebody French. So maybe they grabbed him just Should've for been.
1: name recognition. People like they absolutely did
0: one hundred percent. But Mark Ruffalo, you couldn't find somebody like, like, not that I see him as the Hulk (laughs) only, but you couldn't have grabbed somebody else that I would expect to be in a full on drama about World War Two. Whatever, I could go on and on. Um, But that is all the light we cannot see just dropped on Netflix, and for the money that they are increasing for me to pay you really 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 need to do better netflix that is something that should be like award ready and it and it's not nah, boo anyway all right
1: all right so my last thing is on apple tv plus it's called bad sisters it is an no. it's an irish black comedy set in dublin about five sisters It opens with the unexpected death of uh, Grace's husband. His name is Jean-Paul. He is not French. He's just British. Or uh, Irish. Pardon me. He's just Irish. And Jean-Paul. And we learn very quickly that he is an abusive piece of garbage. Mm. And the police have ruled his death as a heart attack. And they move on. There's no autopsy done. But the insurance company sends an investigator who is trying to prove that this was not a death caused by natural heart attack stuff. And as the story unfolds, we find out that all five of the Garvey sisters have a motive to kill this guy. And the Hmm. wackiness ensues. And it is is quite fucking funny at times. But, you know, it's this black comedy. So, yeah, it's not, you know. Just like slapsticky funny shit. It's, 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 right. Other deep, like creepy, like, you know, darkness funny. Dark funny, yes, because it's a dark comedy.
0: Dark funny. Yeah. This yeah. is great.
1: I, you should watch it. I've, I'm not sure how many episodes I did manage to get through, maybe three or four. Um, They're mm. like an hour long and it's, you know, they're, they're talking with the Irish brogue. So at times there can be people that are hard to understand. For, for some folks, yeah.
0: And sidebar, mm-hmm. just going back to All the Light We Cannot See, special effects, really loud. Dialogue, really oh, soft. I hate that so much. So we would turn it up just to listen to the dialogue, and then World War II would uh, be happening, and then I had to turn it back down. But anyway, sidebar, yeah. thank you,
1: um, sorry. You know, I didn't have a problem in any of the things I watched with that kind of stuff. There's not a whole lot of, like, War going on in Bad Sisters because it's present day and Ireland. Um, so it's just people talking most of the time (laughs) with maybe some background music that actually is for once background and not foreground, where all you hear is the music and not them talking. You know,
0: (laughs) right? That's another
1: issue that I take with many a thing, but yeah, Bad Sisters on Apple TV Plus, totally worth it. Another, um notch and apple tvs we've got the best content uh brand
0: out yeah. there yeah there is one more thing that i forgot oh, that i watched okay. and it actually ties into a story that um you sent me
1: i sent a story
0: about the oh, simpsons I did
1: send a story about the simpsons yes
0: so it says that the the story that she sent me is that the Simpsons is abandoning its long running joke of of Homer choking Correct. Bart, and how the show has actually like like realized that some of their shit is actually kind yeah. of bad, like using like a white guy to voice black and Indian characters. They make fun of gay characters. You know, the father was abusing his kid. You know, the yeah, whole bit.
1: They, they've grown with the times.
0: They have grown with Mm -hmm. the times. So that made me think, you know what? I I haven't seen The Simpsons in a dog's age. I'm going to watch Treehouse of Horror.
1: That's a new one right now for the Halloween special? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was the Halloween special. And and again, I haven't watched The Simpsons, not just in years, but in decades. Same, same, same. Because it's just not funny anymore. And so I wanted to see if I could come back Mm -hmm. to it. Did it, you know, especially with Treehouse of Horror, that actually used to be pretty fucking funny. And how they they really, really raided pop. It was a huge deal. And they would raid pop culture references left and right and, and all of that. It really is just something you can let go of now.
1: Oh, that's sad.
0: You know what? It, it 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 is sad. And I truly think that Fox just wouldn't know what to do if it canceled The Simpsons.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But Treehouse of Horror has its requisite three little independent stories. And the funny bits are actually kind of the story points like. NFTs and why they're worth dog shit now, you know, because NFTs never really did take off to become, like, huge, 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 huge things. And at one point, I think Mm -hmm. either Homer or Bart says, what the fuck is an NFT? (laughs) Which is funny. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But but the the rest of the gags are just like, bleh. Anyway, so Treehouse of Horror slash The Simpsons. I can now feel good that I can kind of put it to rest. Sad to say, but there you go. So <laughs> I'm such a negative Nancy.
1: You are, man. Totally.
0: Well, no. It's just that <laughs> if I'm going to be paying that kind of money, if I'm going to be paying that kind of money, I want content that's worth my money.
1: Yeah, totally. And it's not asking for too much at all.
0: No, it's not. It is not. And so if something that should be amazing, like All the Light We Cannot See, disappoints somebody who read the book and thinks it's shit, and then throughout the uh, the last few years, especially during the pandemic when we're watching stuff going, meh, and you're going to charge me almost 25 bucks for that privilege? Yeah. Yeah. All right. But anyway, hit hit that contact us button by going to thewatchlistpod.com dot com, and then let us know: Are you happy with your subscriptions right now? Really? I'm I'm kind of on the bubble. Mm. And if you've seen all the light you cannot see, and you've read the book, let me know what you think of it. I would I would really like to know that. You can also, you know, hit us up on the socials at Symbol Pirate Alice, at Symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at Symbol The Watchless Pod. (sighs) I got to find some stuff that I'm really excited about to watch because this. I officially
1: canceled Max, and I have discovered that my my year of Peacock for 99 cents a month is over at the end of this month, Mm. so. I have said, yeah, we're not renewing that because I don't watch nothing on Peacock.
0: Well, and you might as well just delete the app because there's so little free on Oh, yeah, yeah I don't look app. at
1: it anyway, so.
0: Yeah. I am a hair closer to canceling SiriusXM, oh. getting rid of that and saving myself 180 bucks a year right now. Even though I really would miss it in my car. I really would. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Um Yeah. So anyway. That's what I got this week.
1: Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening, yeah. everybody. Thank you for letting me of ramble course. on
0: Patty. I appreciate that. All right. Well, everybody, take care. Have an awesome week. Oh, oh. Thanksgiving. It is
1: coming up rapidly, yes yeah got a, a couple yeah. weeks and of there's
0: weeks. a horror movie that I that I'm very interested in watching and it's called Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, oh I saw something about so, that.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm kind of interested mm-hmm. in seeing that. Anyway, everybody have yourself a good week. We will see you next week and um, yeah. Okay, okay bye. bye.